Hi guys, welcome to our podcast. My name is Hitakshi. And my name is Shreya. And this is our very first episode of Let's Talk Culture. Let's do this. We're so excited about this and even more thrilled about the whole concept of Let's Talk Culture. In this case, when we say culture, we really mean the Indian film industry and like the Indian pop culture that has been super relevant. Now is a time more than ever where everyone is just getting a glimpse of what Desi culture is all about, whether it's in India, Pakistan, Nepal, Sri Lanka, and South Asian culture is just having its moment, you know? And we wanted to tap into that moment by starting this new podcast where we just talk about everything related to Indian pop culture. Exactly. I feel like, you know, around the world, everyone out there is talking about this, you know, South Asian culture and what's going on within. And of course, me and Hitachi, all of our conversations revolve around what's happening in Bollywood. So we thought that, you know, since we're so passionate about it, why not bring it to more people around us? And, you know, hopefully we can have good discussions, fun discussions, and, you know, things you guys can relate to. Yeah, like, honestly, growing up, I feel like there weren't many places where I could relate to something like this. I, like Shreya just mentioned, I have been a huge, like, Bollywood geek my entire life, but I wasn't in an environment where I could open just talk about Bollywood or be like yeah my favorite movie is Job We Met where like most of the songs I listen to are Bollywood songs. It was more like I was shunned for talking about things related to Bollywood so part of the whole idea behind this podcast is to bring that platform and to start that community where we can openly talk about our culture and the pop culture that truly shaped us growing up. There were no conversations happening about it but now that we see it through social media, Instagram reels or TikTok, the brown culture is so out there so I'm very happy that you know now we get this opportunity to really speak about brown pop culture and bring our thoughts and our discussions out there we're a bit insecure with our culture and we would keep it to ourselves we would listen to music or watch movies but we wouldn't like to talk about it with our friends even though they were also brown whereas now we happily go around talking about like oh did you watch that latest movie or oh did you see that or did you watch that tiktok you know me and Hitachi send each other billions of reels every day and all it's about is bollywood and something to do with what's going on in the pop culture there yeah and i have to give all that credit to like the growth of social media like I feel like everyone is really tapping into that moment of what brown culture is and appreciating it like yesterday last night we're recording this on like March 13th the last night was the Oscars and there were two awards given to the Indian film industry which was insane to see it was so amazing that moment and like you know the fact that Deepika Padukone was an announcer at Oscars I think there are so many moments like that that have just been blowing up and putting India on the global map as well as South Asian culture in general I do want to keep saying South Asian just so we're more inclusive. So right now, better time than ever to tap into it. So by doing this podcast, we really just want to create that platform where you guys can value and appreciate our culture and not be so shy about it. And also just have fun conversations like the fun gossip tea that goes around in Bollywood. Ideally, we want to be the current Johers of like of, of America, Gen Z current Johers of America that talk about Bollywood and the South Asian film industry. And you know, there's so much to talk about. And of course, we have thousands of conversations and thousands of opinions to share. And you're going to hear me and Hitachi go back and forth about topics. Sometimes we will agree. Sometimes we will disagree. But I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Really, you're going to hear two girls that are in their early 20s just speak about how they think when they look at the South Asian community. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you can't tell already, we're so freaking excited. And we're so excited to take you guys on this journey with us. For today, we really just wanted to start off by like talking about our favorite actors because why not? That is 
something that's really like been a common conversation for the both of us and obviously we like admire some of these actors and guys and why not bring you guys into the crazy mess that is our heads by talking about our favorite actors and to start off I want to say that my favorite actor is Shahid Kapoor mm, good one <laughs> yeah why, like why is that why is that <laughs> it literally does not come as a as a surprise to Shreya whatsoever because I have literally been saying that all the time like Shahid Kapoor this Shahid Kapoor that like I literally love this guy he is an iconic actor who has like such a diverse portfolio of like movies and shows and like different characters that he's portrayed on screen I feel like he's part of that generation of like the old Bollywood actors like the chocolatey boy era as well as the new generation where everyone's just like testing and doing all these different kinds of roles for example Jab We Met Aditya in Jab We Met iconic role Jab We Met is like most of our favorite movie and Part of it is because of Shahid Kapoor and Jabwi Met. Yeah, he's like the dream guy that, you know, every girl wants after watching that movie, you know? Especially the talkative girls and the bubbly girls. That's what we're thinking of that, you know, we're going to find our Aditya out there. And, you know, it's going to be this calm businessman who's going to uh, be there for us and take care of us. So I definitely agree. But do you like Shahid Kapoor more, the pre-Kabir Singh or the post-Kabir Singh era? Like, which era do you like more Shahid Kapoor in? That's a very good question because, to be honest... I hate it. Okay, well, Shahid Kapoor did complete justice to like Kabir Singh, right? But Kabir Singh was such a misogynistic movie and so freaking trash. Like I can't imagine Urgen Ready, Kabir Singh, like those kind of guys ever existing. But I think it's crazy because I've heard, you know, my mom, she was in college in her 90s and when we watched Kabir Singh together she was like and I was watching and I was like this is disgusting I was like are you kidding me like he owns her like he's going around and talking like that and like my mom was like dude you don't realize but when I was in college like Kabir Singh were the guys that girls wanted like the innocent girl wanted the bully who like you know was like this is my girl and like he would like call and like you know it was that time these were like the guys that were out there that girls would look at me it was a bad boy it was like the bad boy era for them at that time like, but I think in our generation as we're growing up definitely a guy like Kabir Singh is it's very hard to actually like him and see, you know, that he's actually this charming dude. But I think it's crazy how, I think even with generations, it kind of changes how people look at bad boys. Okay, so I didn't know that's how people viewed guys in the 90s or whatever. But like even Coffee with Curran, right? Like Shahid Kapoor and Karadvani were on the latest season and everyone, like they were talking about Kabir Singh and it was kind of like, Shahid Kapoor was kind of like, yeah, well, people like that kind of role. Girls like that kind of guy. So like clearly there's always going to be movies and shows like that because there's an audience for it and I found that so crazy because as like girls become way more like modern independent you know they do their own thing they're not dependent on anyone how can they go for guys like that it like shocks me to my core that there's still like that obsession with the bad boy but like this is bad boy to a whole new level I think my bad boy the most I would get is like a villain kind of bad boy where it's like he's bad but he's good to the girl well yeah wasn't even good to the girl he literally slaps Preeti like all the time that scene I will never get over that is one scene I think out of all the Bollywood movies I have watched I need someone to give me a genuine understanding where they could be like I agree I understand what he did like when he slapped her it would make sense if she was like being disrespectful or if she like not make sense but I would be like okay whatever like I get it she was agreeing with him she was saying <laughs> that like I am trying I'm trying man like I'm trying to make my dad get convinced and how disrespectfully he talked to her dad if some boyfriend if I talk to my dad like that, I'd be like, get out right now. So I was like, what kind of attitude are you bringing, dude? You're a doctor and you think you're all that. 
Uh, but coming back to, you know, your favorite, favorite actor, I definitely would say he did justice to the role, though. I think no matter if you like that Kabir Singh type of a person or you don't, I think his acting did, you know, really make you seem like that's Kabir Singh. And I think it's really shocking seeing Shahid Kapoor do that. If we know Shahid Kapoor from Aviva to this, it's very different from what he's yeah. doing. So I think it's no, crazy. And I think that goes to my original point of him being just like a, such a versatile actor. I hope. And I wish that he's nowhere like Kabir Singh in real life. <laughs> I hope he's more of like the chocolatey boy, like from Viva and Jab We Met, that I've just that image that I've created of him in my head. But you know what? Mira is the only one that can answer that. And honestly, that their whole wedding is also the biggest shock to me because I never, out of all the guys in Bollywood, he's the last person I would have ever thought would have that would have done an arranged marriage. But you know what? Yeah. He did. He married a girl that's like what 12, 13 years younger than him. Yeah. She was and, like, she was our age when she married him. Imagine. Yeah, she was 23. Both of us are 23. And she was 23 when he married her. But fun fact, her birthday, Mira Kapoor's birthday is the same day as mine. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So part of me thinks that Shahid Kapoor and I could work. Dude, can you imagine the look at, think about that. Like, Shahid Kapoor married a girl that's your age. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. No, that is absolutely insane. You know who else is our age right now? Ananya Pandey. And you know who he who she's dating? Aditya Roy Kapoor. And so I think we That's can That's a couple I never had a thought was coming together. Yeah, same. But dude, it's a full circle because she dated Shahid Kapoor's brother before Rishan Kutter. So like, wow, look how the conversation goes. She that is I didn't even make that connection. That's Kapoor and Pandey used to hang out all the time because of Ishan. So wow. Yeah, that's wild. But yeah, and my second favorite actor would have to be Siddharth Malhotra. And I think now all of my Bollywood favorite actors are officially taken. And by officially taken, I mean married. So I need a new guy to dream about. <laughs> but... I was actually thinking though, I think in a long time, mostly every actor that you know we've liked or from our generation is married like there's actually been a very long time that no dude in his early 20s is coming in movies like we haven't seen a Bollywood debut in a long time I don't know why I was randomly thinking that the other day my head is all Bollywood maybe it's 10% work and you know but it's like 90% Bollywood thinking is going on I don't know what I'm gonna do with all this but I think it'll come out here but like I was thinking the other day and I was like there's not been a new Bollywood debut of like a male actor in so long like Karan Johar has not brought anyone other than Chopra has not brought anyone like who is someone that's near our age that we could be like oh like he's such a good actor he's single like a bachelor dude that we can have a crush on I have one and that is Siddharth oh. or Siddhant Chaturvedi oh yeah I kind of Siddhant forgot Siddhant Chaturvedi so hot so like he's on point and like his movie with Deepika Padukone hot right get I yeah and like Ishan Kutter is also there but also Rohit Saraf he's oh yeah he's in Bollywood just yet but Rohit Saraf he's like getting there and he's so so cute like chocolatey boy Rohit Saraf gives off the chocolatey boy type and then Siddharth Chaturvedi gives off kind of like the bad boy vibe I'd love to see him in a role like that or maybe like a rom-com but that's to come <laughs> but like Shreya who are your Bollywood crushes or favorite actors Ooh. Well, I think my one and only favorite actor who I will fight for till the end is Ranbir Kapoor. I am absolutely madly in love with this man. Besides how good looking he is, just even coming down to his acting, I have just been in love with his movies for so, so, so long. I think he's such a diverse actor. And from Yejavani Adivani, which of course every every person out there has watched and loves, but Damasha, Burfi, Rockstar. Rockstar is actually one of my favorite movies. And I think he has showed very different shades in just one movie people do say it came out like at a wrong time like it's like th those movies that should have came out now and they came out too early and people didn't 
understand at that time or didn't give it the value it should have that it should have gotten now. So I think I absolutely love Ranveer Kapoor. I know his actual personal life is always in question and people are like, oh, like, you know, his, it's been this in his past and stuff like that. But when I watch his interviews, I genuinely love the way he talks too. Like, I think I like that mysterious side to him, but he also has like this funny side, this charming side, you know, as much as like shit people give him, I think, you know, he's very aware that he's privileged too when you hear his conversations. He talks about nepotism openly. I can go like billions and billions of minutes about talking about him. But yeah, Ranbir Kapoor is definitely my favorite actor. Okay, Ranbir Kapoor is not like one of my top favorites, but I think from the newer bunch, he's definitely up there. He's just a really charming guy. Like he has like that little like riz as people call it, right? Like he has that riz that will really just attract you and pull you towards him. And I think one thing that I really, really love about him is his friendship and relationship with Anushka Sharma their uh, like their bond is just so so cute and I think to this day like as he was doing promos for like Tuju Team Amakar he talked he mentioned it yeah. I saw an interview where he mentioned um like what is one relationship I forgot what the exact question was and his answer was like yeah like I will always treasure and love that bond with Anushka Sharma because they just have this really good banter and like that friendship where they can just mess around with each other and just play and like you know just have that really fun bond that's true and I think Adela and Mushkil the first half before he gets crazy it's like their friendship in that movie how they are like is exactly how they are in real life like if you watch their interviews during Adela and Mushkil promos it exactly used to be like that he would bug her he'd make jokes he would like try to flirt with her and she'd be like get away from you're so irritating like it was like a whole banter going on so yeah I agree with that I actually like to think that most of his movies like Ye Jivani Hedivan and Ed Edelham Mushkil, right? Or that like that first half. I feel like that's his personality in real life. Yeah, I hope so. Otherwise, it's just like these images that we've created of him in our head. Or he's too good of an actor. <laughs> or he's just too good of an actor. Yeah, that could be it too. But I feel like his personality just screams that. Like this flirty, charming, like he'll get you where he wants you kind of guy. And mysterious. And I think that's what makes him so attractive to like the girls our age because he's just... I mean, he's a he's a hot ass person, but I think he's also very hardworking. Like I've heard even other people say it, he does it very uh, like effortlessly. Like people, like I've seen other people interview and understand too. They're like, bro, like we'll be working with him, and it's just I think Vicky Kaushal said that during Sanju. Like Amitabh Bachchan said that. Like they say, like he just acts, and it's crazy because he doesn't like. There's no type of effort that's been put, and he's such a good dancer, which people don't realize. They think it's very low key. Like they do Ritik Roshan and Ranveer Singh and all that, but like no, Ranveer Kapoor is actually a really good dancer too, and like so I think he's like an all rounder. He's amazing. He's very effortlessly effortlessly good at dancing. And like, I agree. He's like a really hardworking actor. And that's like a sign of a really good actor, right? Like when you recognize that, yeah, you have that privilege and you are like a kid of nepotism, but you're also really hardworking. And I think, I just think I genuinely just looking at when you talk about who is your favorite actor, I think the content he's given to the public eye till now has been great. But speaking of the content that he's putting out, the most recent piece of content and movie that he's put out is Tujuti Memakar and oh my god I cannot say enough good things about it. <laughs> they completely obsessed like I don't think of course like we've been talking for the past few minutes I love Ranveer Kapoor you know I was like of course I'll like it but you know how good is this movie really gonna be it's a rom-com like what can they really take out I walked out of the movie and I was like dude I think this is my new favorite movie like I can definitely watch this multiple times. Yeah I, I feel the same way and like this is coming from someone whose favorite actor is not Ranveer Kapoor so I have like a very unbiased unbiased POV I feel like I would could not 
not stop smiling the entire time like he this guy put a smile on my face the entire time and I don't want to give all the credit just to Ranbir Kapoor like of course like Shraddha Kapoor was just as good Shraddha yeah. Kapoor Ranbir Kapoor and Love Ranjan like the director all three of them absolutely killed it I feel like this is the new level of rom-com and like the rom-com yeah. of like the 2020s I feel like this is a really good example of what a good rom-com that reflects the current culture of India and like the world yeah like you know it's like I would say it's a, it's kind of showing the fine family dynamics how they've changed right like in yeah. this movie um you know it's more of how even your in-laws and your boyfriend's family can even become your best friends and they can actually kind of wait be before we really dive into it before we really dive into it I do want to say spoiler alert if you've not watched it go watch it because we might talk about some spoilers or we might get you too excited to watch it too so like I mean if you listen and then you're like wow I really want to watch and see what they're talking about that can also work too so yeah. hopefully we can publicize it for you even more <laughs> yeah yeah I think even before like this family dynamic stuff like if we talk about the first half of the movie like up until like the intermission or actually I guess the first quarter of the movie where they're really just meeting each other and they meet on vacation and they have this vacation romance and they literally just they hook up with each other and then they're like okay now let's try to get into a relationship I think that is what is really reflective of today's generation like whether it's in India or here like people are all about hookups right now right dating takes the back burner like there's like so many different levels to like a relationship so there's a hookup then there's like oh now we're exclusive with each other then there's a situationship and then it becomes a relationship and I think this kind of like showed that in a very low-key way where it's like they hooked up with each other they had a ho- vacation romance which wasn't as common in Indian or like Bollywood movies this was one of the first times that that was portrayed and then they get into an exclusive relationship with each other and I think that was really really well done it, it was like a they started the movie with a very light-hearted like you know his comedy it was like two best friends like the best friend doesn't want to get married and like you know they end up his what his fiance ends up on the bachelor party but then her best friend turns out it, it's a very basic plot if you put it into words I think all of their acting made it much more greater and hyped I think all four of the people initially it's all around those four people but I think their dynamic even in Beer Kapoor and Bussy's dynamic in the movie was really good. It was like two best friends. And I think overall, yeah, like you said, right, in our generation now, it's become about hookups. And of course, we'll talk about it, but the songs are phenomenal. But I was seeing this meme and it's so true. You know, the song, it's like there was times in 90s when the song used to be like, there's only one love, my one love, that's all I need. And it's like now Ranbir Kapoor is singing to people that if you've only fallen in love once, what are you doing in life? So I feel like that already shows what our generation is in. And I think the movie did a great job of showing that. But then I also liked Ranbir Kapoor. You can not say he's a playboy in this movie he's actually a romantic and he from the beginning is telling her that I like you I like you I like you and she's the one who's a bit hesitant she's like no I don't believe in vacation romances like this is not going to go anywhere and then even after they hook up he's kind of like dude I just did that to like you know just to get it out of the way but I still want to be with you um and you know he spends the next five days trying to convince her and be with her so I really like that idea too they they didn't show him being a completely playboy who doesn't care about feelings but he's the actual emotional one where even tries to like you know get conspire with his uh best friend and be like now you got to stay in this marriage because I have to get with, get with the best friend. So I really like that dynamic too. And I absolutely love that. Like, I feel like girls nowadays, they usually like, they take the backseat and they're not the Sims. It's the guys that are the Sims usually. And so Ranbir Kapoor playing a proper Sim, like driving away from all his playboy roles that he's done in the past and like fully just, you know, being about committed about one girl and like going into it like heart first. I loved, loved seeing that. And then when we talk about the second quarter of the movie where it's, 
it's like she gets introduced to the family and mm-hmm. that entire family dynamic I thought it was so beautiful how he's such okay. a family guy and I loved his family though I think as girls me seeing that as a person you know we have a few years to get married but it was like more than now manifesting a guy like Ranbir Kapoor I was also like how do I get a family like that to get into like you know such a fun like you know Punjabi family where everyone the sisters together the little kid is there and like everyone's always loving each other making food together and welcoming you I think it's so hard seeing you know I think in Indian family dramas we always see like they don't like the daughter-in-law or some judgments I love the scene where she walks in wearing a kurta and yeah. both the daddy and the mom get angry with Ranbir Kapoor and they're like did we tell you to, did we tell her to put this on like why would you do this have you ever seen me wear a kurta and it was so nice seeing how like you know how free-minded they are and open-minded they are and it's love it's good to even show Indian culture that you know that this is the step we're taking ahead now it's even our daughter-in-law doesn't have to fall into these specific buckets I absolutely love that too like the new Indian family dynamic is like we're very open-minded we're super out there as well like so just be open share whatever you want with us and I think these movies do a really good job at influencing the families as well I feel like older movies was kind of like there's always that conflict between like the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law or like the mother-in-law like kind of like being submissive to the father-in-law right and all those dynamics and then this case it was completely turned around it was like no 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 our son is the one at fault you messed it up like she's our daughter-in-law there's nothing wrong with her like she's perfect and they're just all like best friends and I think it's influencing even the parents and like the families that are still in that old state of mind but I think what the other side that I like for our generation which is hard because of us as young brown girls now you know we're also busy in our careers or learning how to be independent different from you know what the other generations have it is true I think you slowly start to see when the family's too involved it also scares her where she's like but like are they always gonna be there like you know those funny scenes where in the movie like they all end up being there like of course it's shown in a light like joking manner but if you think about it if that was you in that place you're kind of like they're always gonna be around like you know she thought she was gonna date night date night turns out being her father-in-law cooking for her and it's like how involved does the family get in your relationship you grow older of course it becomes about family it's not just you and you know your significant other but I also liked how it was showing from Shraddha Kapoor's side of like dude like yeah we had fun and vacation time and now we're back in this real life but now in this real life it's like you and your family that's all like always going to be a package and that's kind of scary I think it's intimidating especially for a person that's like I kind of still have so much to do and so much and like I think what I liked even in the movie when they're making jokes like about her career when the mother-in-law was like oh you could just quit tomorrow like you know we have money we can give you money and like she was kind of like even though they were just joking but like for her it was like what do you mean like I work for myself so I think that independent women thoughts that we have sometimes they can get triggered when like we see too much of family around us or our significant others too involved in their families which I liked also that they showed yeah no I have to fully agree with that and I actually found myself agreeing and seeing myself in us like Shraddha Kapoor's position for most of the movie because I was like yeah I would never like accept any guy's family like being that involved in like my life but of course this is a movie a lot of the scenes are exaggerated but I think the underlying theme was that like there's a fine line between you know girls independence and what she views marriage to be like or what she views life to be like after marriage and then the family's involvement in the marriage and I think another really beautiful aspect of the movie were the songs each of the songs were so good I feel like I like the entire ride back from the movie theater I listened to the entire playlist again and I can't stop listening to it since I still do every day I'm driving I'm only playing the four songs yeah my favorites and these are the ones that were launched or like released first but my favorites are actually I have three favorites one is like right I'm like always like this is how I want to feel when I'm in love when I finally find that guy this is a song that I want to be playing in my head and then the second song is like I'm like story of 
my life. Biar does happen many, yeah. many times. And then the third song, which was released, I think, after the release of the movie, but it's Shraddha Kapoor's entry song, which was, I forget the actual name of it, but it was like... Mepina something? Yeah, Mepina something, yeah. And I was like, okay, like that is also the story of all of our lives right now because clearly we're all about that part we're like that partying and like you know going out and and on this podcast you'll also see shreya singing (laughs) horrible horrible don't turn off don't turn off the podcast i won't do it (laughs) but yeah no that song is also so good because it's like i feel like that'll be our new like party song like whenever we're at home just drinking having fun we're gonna put that song on like oh for sure no yeah no i agree with you i think it's very rare now finding music albums of movies where all the songs are so good a arjit singh of course again proves that he's the most fantastic singer bollywood has ever gotten we love you Arjit Singh absolutely amazing but yeah I would say I love all the songs the most um I think another song besides the ones that you said I think even the sad song like I absolutely love the lyrics and the way he sang it but if you actually just listen to the lyrics it hits guys especially <laughs> girls if you're out there listening you know you feel it when you listen to those lyrics I think it it hits the right the right chord so I absolutely love that song even show me the show me the dumka I think um <laughs> the first time you hear it you're kind of like I don't really get it but it gave me Dilli Wali girlfriend vibes. He was also wearing a yeah. sparkly kurta. And she actually does the Batamiz Dil move if you watch on this uh, in the middle when she's like, show me your dance move. She kind of does it to kind of uh, make a taunt. They keep making different, different, um uh what's those words? Like the, what's it called? Egg allusions. Allusions to other things. Other notes. Uh, it is allusions. No, it's like egg, Easter eggs. Is that what's called? Easter eggs? Like hidden eggs. I think it's called Easter egg. Hidden gems. Hidden gems. Illusion. An expression designed to call something to mind without mentioning it explicitly. An indirect or passing reference. Yeah. So there was a lot of references made in the movie. <laughs> uh, you know, I love... On this podcast, you'll also see us not knowing... Not knowing English. English. (laughs) Not knowing English because we see all these words in in reading and we know what it means, but we don't know how to say it out loud. Dude, yeah. In my head, everything is working. It's just that formulating into words. Slowly as we do this podcast, more and more will get better. But the references the movie makes, the small ones, the surprise cameos, absolutely amazing. They were so good even for like the few minutes they were in it, you know, and then even just other love love, runs, other movies are referenced um, throughout. Even Ralia, even Ranbir and his, you know, his wife are brought into it. So I think these funny, funny comedy scenes that they put in really added the spice to the movie. And I think it's comedy, I think is very hard, which I've heard of like acting. It's like one of the hardest things for actors to do. But I think all of them did so good, like starting from Dimple Kapadia, even the Dadi to like the supporting actors to then Ranbir and Shraddha like it was just so much fun to see them all on screen together yeah their Um, comic timing was so so good and it's like a very different kind of comedy from like Hera Fairy and like those kind of movies this is like it's just really funny relatable kind of comedy which like Hera Fairy and all that is not really it's just situational comedy in those cases this is like relatable comedy and every time I I I caught myself looking at my mom for a bit of it because I'm like yo that's something that's some shit you would do kind of thing you know (laughs) even the plot twist like you know what's going to happen like when he picks up the phone you know who's gonna be there but it's still like oh my god like that's what's supposed that's what's happening and what I really liked actually about the movie is things that you would question in your head like the part about like how did he not know that's her voice and like Bussy makes that joke when he was like you don't know your own girlfriend's voice like those things or like at the end when like she's trying to when she finds out it's him and she tries to confront him and then he kind of talks about like dude I'm not gonna convince you to be with me because at the end I don't want you like to regret your decision and 
for us to fight. Like, I really liked how they always brought up things that we would think in our head. If, if they easily got together at the end, we would have been like, guys, like, what the heck? Like, you're going to fight again in the future. What a lot of people people say about Yejani and Divani, that probably Bunny and then are not going to make it because it makes no sense how he, like, left her career for her. So it's like, this movie, I really liked how, yeah, it was funny and there was crazy things happening and there's some moments where, like, what the heck is going on? But they did justify the big, big things that you would have gone back and been like, it makes no sense. How did that happen type of a thing? And I think that's a sign of, like, the new genre and, like, the new kind of movies. In the past, people were looking at movies as, like, an escape and they were kind of just taking it. They are like, oh, this is not like it's not real anyways but now it's like we're getting smarter the generation's getting smarter we're gonna question every little thing like if it doesn't make sense we're gonna be like yo why like what the heck that's so stupid so I really like that they're acknowledging all that I do have to say that I think Love Rungeon's style of films is very very different there are a lot of moments that are like super exaggerated like or like dramatic like cinematic moments like like that walk that Shraddha Kapoor does and like where Ranbir Kapoor's kind of like chasing after her like you know like oh like yeah exactly if you could uh wish you guys could see us on video but we're <laughs> we're like doing it and like it's repeated like I think three times throughout that movie but like stuff like that is not really something that I feel like that's unique to just love Rungeon style of filmmaking and Even, the long dialogues when yeah, he like makes it without the breath yeah like, the monologues and all that his type of movies I would say is chaotic comedy it's just like so much is happening and you're kind of like what the heck but it's like funny but then there's a deep message under it and I like how he also gives female roles such a meaty role like Shraddha Kapoor like playing the duty like you also kind of see from her side that she's also kind of like you know messed up and doing crazy things and it's not only like the guy that's doing something so let's talk about that right because on Twitter people are actually hating on Love Rungeon and calling him out for being so mis- misogynistic and just oh, painting girls in a bad light and I was like okay yes he kind of does that but also it's high time that that's like that that happens right it's I'm not saying like yeah everyone should be misogynistic but it's more like guys have always been painted like playboys and like guys have always been like given that image and girls are equally as cunning or like equally as like playboy-ish yeah or liars like this movie exactly like like, typically to this day like most of the movies has always have always portrayed girls as these naive innocent like talkative outgoing kind of girls and it's high time we change that because you know what that's not that's not the reality you know so like while some people might think you know he's being misogynistic and whatever I actually think the other way around like there should be someone portraying girls like that right like it can't just be the bad like it can't just be the guys always being in the bad light yeah or like we can't just keep always making the girl look the dumb innocent girl who like is the one who's getting played with and the guy gets and even if you think about it from acting preferences like Shraddha Kapoor, Alia Bhatt all these actresses don't want to play our side character anymore they don't want to be standing there and like Ranveer Kapoor getting all the good parts like they're also looking for roles where like the director is making them also look like this flavorful type of an actor and I think in this movie Shraddha Kapoor did really really well but her role was given a lot like you know she did have a huge part in the movie and the thing did revolve ideally around her actually because it was about like you know she was hesitating she's the one who wanted to call because she like wanted to like she started lying and she wanted the she was the one who wanted the breakup not the guy so it's like kind of kind of crazy and you kind of see Ranveer Kapoor is actually more depressed yeah because like she wants to leave and he doesn't know why ha 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 doesn't happen <laughs> really but you know I liked how they showed that and there are dimensions to her character and like you know even if she's painted 
painted in like, you know, from Ranbir Kapoor's POV, she's like a bad person, but really it was all out of love for him, right? So it's like, it just shows the different layers to a human personality. And I think he did a great job and I don't think he should be getting hate for being like a misogynistic person. Another part of the movie that I really liked were their outfits. They did, of course, they did so many Malhotra and, you know, gave out that promo, but I think all of their outfits were just beautiful. The American ones and even the Indian ones, like, have a phenomenal. I think the one that she wore in the engagement, even though it doesn't work through, absolutely beautiful lehenga. Like, I thought that was so pretty. I have to agree, but I do have to say, like, the only complaint I had about, like, their overall look was about Shraddha Kapoor's makeup artist. I think her makeup was done very minimally and, like, you know, naturally throughout the movie. And, like, that's the trend nowadays, like, you know, natural makeup. But for looks like the Indian look, like, for her engagement, where she's wearing this beautiful, like, silver lehenga, why is there no eyeshadow? Why why is there no, like, you know, like, you're the main character. You're the moment. Like, you're that person. You're the center of attention right now. Your makeup should reflect that. I think that was literally my only complaint with the movie. But other than that, I loved this entire movie. I think this almost is next to, like, Job We Met level for me. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And I think even, like, in the recent years, we haven't had really good rom-coms come out. Like, you know, we always keep talking about Job We Met or Yejivani Adivani. But if you think about that, that's been almost 10 years. Or, like, 15 years for Job We Met. So that's been a very long time. So I think it's really... He did make a really good movie. And I'm really happy Ranjir Kapoor did it. You know, I, I've heard that he said he's not going to do any more rom-coms. So I'm very, very sad. But I'm happy that at least he did this one. And, oh, God. I cannot... We cannot stop talking about this movie until we talk about this 40-year-old man looking so, so, so good. I think this is one of the movies he's looked the best in. Especially, like, I will say even arguably, like, I think he looked hotter than Yejavani Adivani. Like, he looks so good in all of his outfits, Indian and American, and his body. Like, the six-packs. Oh, God. He looks so good. 40-year-old look is just really suiting him. He's so good looking. And if this is if this is his last rom-com ever, I think he's ending it on a very, very, very good note. Thank God. I'm like, very oh, sad. I hope he does more. Yeah, I want him to do more. But like, if there are none that'll beat this, then I don't want him to do more. Selfishly, because I want this to be the last image of like rom-com Rambir Kapoor I have in my head. That's true. Okay, uh, let's end with, what was your favorite scene in the movie? I know we keep talking about we love the whole thing, but out of the whole movie... What was your favorite part? Okay, there's so many moments, but one of my most favorite and memorable moments is like when he's just staring at her eating. At the, at the... <laughs> Wait, well, first of all, I just like their entire, like their banter in the beginning. Uh, like she, he's like, oh, like I'm fully into you. And she's like, what, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, you know, I'm not that kind of whatever. Like, I don't want a vacation romance and all that. But like when he's like, when he's just staring at her eating and she, he's like, yeah, now I've officially done it. Like now I'm officially done. in love. I think like, like, I think that was so funny and so cute. What's Dude, Ranbir Kapoor's flirting, it's un- incomparable. Like, sometimes I'm like, Alia Bhatt, what do you get at home? Like, honestly, like, I would be blushing 24-7. Even watching the movie, I was blushing like he's talking to me. I like, could not stop smiling. I, if you looked at me, I wasn't even sitting, like, I wasn't sitting, like, laid back in my seat. I was literally at the edge of my seat, like, yeah. like cheesing the entire time. Yeah. He was talking to me. Ugh, just, it was so good. I think my favorite scene was definitely the airport scene. I love the family dynamics and I love like it was so chaotic it was them blaming each other for like why she's leaving and it was so wholesome and it was so cute and like the daddy and then the dad like the dad kept talking about himself and like you know how he used to drive and I love like whenever they slapped the son he's like and it was like 
<laughs> like chaotic thing. It would be Kapoor is blaming the sister. You made her change her guy neck. And then the sister was blaming the mom. The mom was blaming the daddy. And the little girl. Oh, God. And even the little girl's little acting. Girl. Oh, my God. She was so she good. Was so good. But yeah, I would say that was my favorite scene. I think it that really made it come together. I think the ending of the movie, if the ending was not good, people would walk out and be like, yeah, it was fine. But like, I think the ending really pulls it through. Bro, but the only thing I was thinking when all of them pulled up to the airport, I was like, this is the only thing she didn't want. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't want the entire family to like just be this involved. And the fact that he got the entire family to get Even her- Ashish, even the, even the son, his son-in-law was there. Like, even the even- it was like, and, and the friend, they called the friend too. Like her, his wife is pregnant, but he's, but they're like, no, no, come, come here. This is more important. I love that, bro. That's your squad. That's what you need. But dude, after even all this drama at the end of the movie, she ends up living in the house. Like she's yeah. living like the son. Like they're yeah, true, but that's that- what I'm saying. Like oh. it can happen in real life. I, I think my favorite. I have to change my favorite scene. I think my favorite scene is that end credit song because that's. I love that. Like you know what I hate. My biggest complaint about most of these rom coms is like that no one gives us that more. Like okay, what is their life after that? After, after the happy ending, yeah. and I think this movie did that. This they movie did that. delivered because through that end credit song, oh my god, we got to see their beautiful future together when she gets pregnant, like you know, or their family dynamic after, and then then she gets pregnant, and then she has a baby, and with that. Exactly. You know what? Yours and my favorite scene should be in that last scene. I was telling my mom is the one where they come back from a club and she's trying to yeah. throw up in the bathroom, and her mother-in-law is the one who's putting the lemon in her mouth and like helping her, and the husband is laughing. I was telling my mom, and I was like, "Are you? You don't even do that." Like I was like, "That would be us. That would be if my mother-in-law do, did that." Sold. I know. That's like a mother-in-law. If you're listening, this is a requirement. Mother-in-law, no, we don't drink. We don't drink. Oh yeah, but true. <laughs> But if we accidentally do, take care if, of if, if your if your son forces it down us, your and we can't do anything about it. Us, make sure you take care of us before you take care of your son. Yeah, and no, I love that forever. Thing. Love you. <laughs> love you, mother-in-law. <laughs> how yeah. we stay delusional in life. I, now that we're literally at the end of the movie, I think this is a great way to wrap up our discussion yeah. on Sujuti Mamakar. We literally went on for so long just talking about that movie. Who do you think between us? Who's the Juti? Who's the Makar? I would say you're the Juti. I'm the Makar. A hundred percent. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> so even in the podcast, as you can tell, there's Hitachi the Juti and Shreya the Makar. That's how that's how it works. Shreya can't lie for her own good. Like she's not yeah. good at lying. And my thing is, I say little white lies way too easily. Like it just, it's yeah. just like, like you know, lies that won't really make a difference at the end of the day. But it's like, oh, I ate lunch already, even if I didn't. Like those kind of lies. Yeah, and I'm Makar in the type that I love playing games. So you know, I I I try to spice it up and add fun, and I'll know what going on but i'll act like i don't know what's going on she'll and... always ask the spiciest questions to try <laughs> to get the tea out of us and you know what? Uh, yeah, this yeah. is the best dynamic ever and i think this is a great intro to us and our podcast yeah. you're talking to a duty and a magar for sure so i hope you guys enjoyed as you can tell this is how the dynamic works we're hoping just to have these fun conversations about things that come out in bollywood pop culture and to share with you our thoughts about them are how we felt watching it or our opinions good or bad of course this one was a lot good because because the movie just turned out being really good. But yeah, I think this is going to be a fun podcast. What do you think, kids? Yeah, no, we're so excited. And I think we're just even more excited to build a platform and a community around openly talking and appreciating our culture and the Desi pop culture that we all love and adore. We can't wait to get you guys to be a part of our conversations as well. We'll stay interacting on like our socials. We'll be putting out a bunch of polls and, you know, things where you can comment and put your opinions as well. So stay tuned. Please. 
please follow us on our all our socials. Instagram is at Let's Talk Culture Pod. TikTok at Let's Talk Culture Pod. Yeah, stay tuned for next week's episode. This is Hitachi. This is Raya. And you can catch us next week on Let's Talk Culture Pod. Bye. Bye, guys.